0: Hey, what's up, guys? Ryan G here, Warrior Cloud IO. I'm heading to the chiropractor, um, and I was just thinking, as I'm sitting at the longest red light in world history, apparently, I was thinking about uh, us trying to buy this new car over this last week. We spent a lot of time looking at dealerships, we were looking at a bunch of different cars, doing research, we even decided to buy this one Cadillac, and then um, we discovered, right before we were about to sign the paperwork, the car had been involved in an accident and we're like, oh dude, like you guys didn't disclose any of this to us. You didn't tell us. So we backed out of that deal. And uh, it was basically two, like one full day. It was two days, but one full like 10 hour day of uh, spending time trying to buy this car. And Tiff was very upset. She called me or texted me and said, you know, I'm crying. I'm very sorry for wasting your time. And I said like, and then when I got home, she was even more upset. I'm so sorry for doing this and for, you know, just just wasting our time. We had like 10 full hours that we were not able to work and like move towards our goals. And it just reminded me about this principle of framing. Uh, I don't remember what speaker it was that I was listening to, but they said, every person is walking through life with a pair of glasses on. And the way they see the world is through the type of lens that they have in those glasses. So what does that mean? We get to choose our perception of the world. If you've ever seen people that are really angry and really upset, everything that happens in their life, they are angry and upset. It's like everything just perpetuates that belief that they already have. Uh, If you see somebody who is like really racist, okay, Everything that they see in life is about race. Uh, If you see, I don't know what's another example. If you see somebody who's uh, just got some limiting belief, they tend to just see that limiting belief about their potential everywhere. But then there's also other people who are looking through the lens of possibility and they see, okay, this isn't a negative thing. This is an opportunity. Uh, One of the, you know, I'm very guilty of this. I used to get, very upset, very emotional, and I still do. I still make this mistake. It's one of the biggest things I struggle with. But get very upset, very emotional, like when something bad happens, or we get um, like really bad service out of business, or I buy a product and it turns out to be crap. And I was listening to Jim Rome talk about framing and how, again, this principle, we get to choose how we perceive the world. And he said, instead of getting really upset when you experience bad customer service, Say to yourself, this is fascinating because I purchased something in December. I paid $10,000 for the access to this person and for this this training program. And it's really fascinating. I bought it. There were like some big people supporting it. And it seemed like it was gonna be really amazing. So I spent the $10,000 and then I got into the program and I met the person who's like in charge of it and I was immediately turned off. It was, uh, it was just, it was just gross. So I could get really upset that I just wasted $10,000. But if I do that, it's gonna discourage me. It's gonna make me disappointed and angry. Or I can look at this situation and say, this is fascinating. Tiffany said the other day, was that a waste of money that we spent that? And I said, no, it was not a waste of money. In fact, it might've been the best month, best $10,000 that I've ever spent. Not because of what I learned to do right, but because of what I learned that is wrong. I said, by going through and meeting this person and hanging out with them a bit and going through their training, we learned a lot of things that I will never do as a business person things that I never want my customers or my clients to feel. That's what we learned. And we could have learned that the wrong, the hard way, which is the way this company is gonna learn it by having people sign up. And I, I've already told other people that were considering buying this 10,000 other thing. I was like, dude, this is my experience. Take it for what you want, but uh, but I would not recommend this program because they are very rude. They say a lot of very, it was just not what I was expecting, right? So because I chose that frame, I'm able to move forward, learn from it, and and just keep pushing towards my goals. So I went home, Tiff was upset, and she was still like kind of teary-eyed or whatever, and she's like, I'm just so sorry, Ryan. And I said, Tiff. She said, I'm sorry that I wasted your time. I'm sorry that we spent this much and we weren't able to work. Um, I'm just really sorry. And I said, Tiff, we didn't waste our time. What we did is we now have identified 15 vehicles that we are not interested in buying. So it's not a waste of time. This was a very good use of time because I'm choosing that frame because I don't want to be upset. I want to be focused. I want her to be positive. If I would have came home and I would have just yelled at her and said, oh, this is a waste of time. Do more research. Like, uh, make sure you know what we're going to look at. Make sure you research prices before you waste my time. If I chose that frame, what's going to happen to Teff? Tiff is gonna be even more upset. She's gonna be crying. Then the projects that I actually need her to work on, she's not gonna be able to work on it because she's emotionally distraught. Uh, So again, instead of me choosing that frame, I chose the frame of, hey, it's not a big deal. We found several car dealerships that we are not interested in doing business with because we don't like their deceptive uh, pricing strategies. We found you know, 15 vehicles that we test drove that we are not happy with, that we don't like. Uh, They feel cheap. They feel weird. It's just not the kind of car we want. And I said, now that we've eliminated those 15 options, now we can focus on the vehicles that are still possibilities. And I said, let's, you know, let's take a couple days and do some more research. And then we can go look at some other vehicles and test drive them and kind of narrow this down. And eventually we're going to win. Eventually, we're gonna find the right vehicle that she loves, that she feels good driving, and it's gonna be amazing, right? So that's the lesson for today's episode is we are in charge of our own lives. We get to choose how we feel. We get to choose the frame that we perceive the world in. And I'm actually gonna add another point. Have you noticed I tend to do this right at the end as I'm trying to wrap up these things? I always have that last lingering thought. One of the major reasons that I uh, stopped watching the news is because I didn't enjoy the frame, the lens, that the news was forcing me to see the world through. Uh, The news media makes its money through fear, through um, anger, through a us versus them, right? A Fox News versus CNN, a Republican versus Democrat, they just keep doing that. It's all just fear-based because fear is the best motivation to make sales. So I noticed that as I would watch the news and as I would see what... Then I was heavily involved before. I was watching everything. I was watching these congressional hearings and stuff. I would get so worked up and so upset about the deceptive, evil things that some of these political figures are doing that it was really hard for... I felt like growing my business was futile, like it was pointless. Because what does it matter if they're destroying our nation and doing these things in such a evil way? Does it, do I, I mean, this is, it makes life pointless. The same thing is happening right now with the recession. If you choose to watch the news a lot and hear the fear mongering of the recession, you're gonna see the world through that lens of contraction. Now we know that there's like three stages of an economy, right? There's contraction, there's expansion, and then there's a normal market. So where everything is just kind of even. And the truth is, recessions are a normal part of history, right? After a recession, there's always an expansion. And then after an expansion, there's always gonna be a period of normalcy followed by a contraction. That is just the cycle that we always go through in America. Um, so once you know that, we're not gonna die from this. We're gonna make it through winter, right? And instead of focusing all the, on the negative things that are happening with the economy, I'm gonna focus on my economy. I'm gonna focus on making my bank account bigger. And the way that I make my bank account bigger, I believe it's Jim Rome that said this, is if I help enough people get what they want, I will naturally get what I want. It's the principle that Napoleon Hill talks about called the law of reciprocity. If I focus 100% of my time and effort helping firearms instructors make train more students in less time and increase the average order value of their students, so the, get their students to pay them more money to deliver more value if I can help gun instructors make more money, I will naturally make more money. So that's it. I choose the frame of looking at my economy and not looking at the world's economy. Because frankly, the world's economy does not affect me. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I wanna stay positive. I wanna stay focused. Focus on my future. Focus on my family. Focused on the awesome stuff that we have planned uh, for our lives, for our kids, whatever. But if we choose that frame, the positive frame of my life, the things that are happening are happening for me, not to me. That's a Tony Robbins kind of line. The things that are happening are happening for me, not to me. The recession is forcing me to be leaner, to cut the crap in my business that I actually don't need. It's given me the ability to focus on how can we serve our customers and our students at a higher level Um, without all the waste, how can we be more efficient? So this is actually a really good thing. And it's actually funny, but if you look at some of the most successful businesses in US history, many of the billionaires that exist today were actually created during the worst financial collapse in American history, which was the Great Depression. Isn't it fascinating if the Great Depression is, if a financial collapse like that is what causes people to be destroyed, then why is it that the Great Depression, the Great Recession of 2007 and 2008, why was more wealth, more first time millionaires and billionaires created during that period than in any other period in history? It's because those people chose to see the opportunity instead of seeing the chaos. So I encourage you today to choose to see the world through the lens that moves you closer to your goals, not through a lens that puts you in fear, chaos, and doubt. You are in control of your destiny. Take action and execute, execute, execute.